We can survive this. We can survive this. Look, he just died. Hello and welcome to We Can Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who hugs faces. It's Chris. Sup, everybody. You're back from I'm your back. holidays. I've returned. Ben, do not beat me in a fight. Ooh. He do not kill me. He do not bring me back with a seance. He paid me off. <laughs> he paid for the holiday. He paid for you to go on holiday. That was very nice of him. Where did I he know. send you? Somewhere nice. Mallorca. Barbados. The Philippines. Is it nice there? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you must have had a good time then. Oh, it was remember. a magnificent time. Cool. Well, now that you're back, Chris, I'm we back. can get back to business of surviving things. Excellent. Uh, ben did a good job of filling in for you last week. Uh, yeah, I did listen to the show. Good. I was impressed. You were impressed? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I actually listened to it with Ben. Oh, oh no pressure Because he hadn't heard the finished product, as it were, uh. so we... Uh, I listened to snippets of it beforehand, and then we both listened to the full thing together. Cool. I'm glad yeah. it has your seal of approval. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Right. Today, we're doing Alien, because next week, Independence Day 2 is coming out, and that has some aliens in it. And we've already done Independence Day, the first one. Uh, that was back in episode 21. So if you want to listen to that and enjoy past Chris and past Jack, you can do that on YouTube cross-promoting the iTunes and podcasts with the, the YouTube. See what I'm doing there? Good. Do it at the start. You're overselling it I now. Know. Nobody's <laughs> going to go listen to that episode. But that's there. Um, it's worth a listen to if you want to catch up before the second Independence Day comes out. But yeah, today, Alien. Yes, excellent. Excited for this one. Looking forward to it. Um, Trying to hype it up. The enthusiasm is not there, though. <laughs> it came out in 1979, directed by Ridley Scott, and uh, follows the crew of the spaceship Nostroma, who are travelling back to Earth after whatever they were doing in space. Space mining? Space stuff. You know, what you normally do in space. Space truck driving? Just, I don't know. I don't know. Space stuff, isn't it? No, oh, yeah. So they come out of uh, cryosleep. Uh, the whole gang and uh, discover that there's an unknown signal coming from a nearby planet that they have to investigate. Why do they have to investigate it? If they don't, they don't get paid for whatever they're taking back to Earth. Doesn't make any sense. It's written into a clause that they've got in their contracts. So, what if they pick up distress signals? They have if to. If they pick up it. unknown signals that they have to investigate for science, probably. For science, this is all funded by the Wayland Corp. The Wayland Corp. Corp? I'm not sure if it's Corp. It's definitely Wayland. It's definitely Wayland. <laughs> yeah, they're forced to go down to the planet and have a look about. One of the people on the planet is um, John Hurt, who plays Kane. Lambert and Dallas go down to investigate. What could possibly go wrong, Chris? Well, a number of things, really. You're entering into an unknown hostile environment, and when your thrusters breaks down, it's like the equivalent of getting a... Uh, a puncturing a tyre. Yeah, flat tyre. Yeah. They go down, investigate this crashed ship that's there. Kane goes exploring on his own and yeah, finds... That's a bad idea. ...basically a room full of facehugger eggs. Yeah, the, the weird pod things are in, aren't they? Mm. At this point, you should be thinking, this is obviously alien. It's gooey, so you don't touch. And don't no. go near it when it opens up. Is that the rule? If it's gooey, don't touch if it? If it's gooey, don't touch it. What if it's melted cheese? 
and delicious. Mm, yeah, but you're going to know that's cheese. I'm talking about unknown <laughs> gooey substances. Okay. Um, Kane walks up to it, sticks his face right over it, and a face hugger pops out, melts through his helmet. Yeah, with some surprising uh, strength it goes through there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and sticks to his face, and it's up to Lambert and Dallas to get him back to the ship. So Rookie get... mistake, should have left him where he was, <laughs> and they were, this entire thing could have been avoided. It could have been, yeah. It could have also been avoided by them following the correct um, quarantine rules and regulations that Ripley wants to enforce on them, but Ash overrides that, and he opens the door to let them in and bring Kane into the sciencey lab medical bit for observations and stuff. Ash and Dallas also tried to remove the face hugger. But in doing so, they realise that it has acid blood and it goes through a couple of layers of the Yeah, it drips through. It's also, it tightens its grip on uh, Kane's face as well, doesn't yeah, it, when they try to do it? Yeah, neck as well. Yeah, and, and it's the, got the, the tail that's yeah, spinning around it. Yeah, and they're worried about, like, it choking him. Mm. Which it isn't. It won't choke him, because obviously it needs... Exactly, it needs him for the reproductive to, to, cycle yeah, of the alien. Yeah, to uh, deposit. Some... It's, tasty alien eggs in his stomach yeah so they refrain from trying to remove it again and then a little bit later on kane wakes up the face huggers disappeared and kane seems to be all right so they decide to have a last meal before they make the final trip home and go into status stasis stasis yeah and during that last meal kane feels a little bit poorly he starts coughing a little bit maybe he's choking on a piece of food Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Something else. Or, yeah, it's more likely to be the alien that is about to burst out of his chest. So, Kane is having a seizure. He's laid down on the table. And then the alien, a little a little tiny cute version of the alien, pops out of his chest and looks around. Kane's dead, obviously. And um, Parker, he picks up, like, a knife or a fork or something to go and stab the alien. But Ash tells him not to touch it. And that gives the alien time to sprint away quickly and go and hide in the corner and grow big and scarier. Mm. Yeah, you're Kane. Yep. What do you do? Buddy system. So when they go off exploring these things. So when Kane went off on his own, if he had a buddy with him, the buddy could have warned him and gone, Ah, Kane, gooey. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've not heard the gooey rule, Kane. Exactly. I mean, because once it's on Kane's face, he's pretty much screwed at that point. There's nothing he can do because they don't know what's going on. Or is there? Oh. Or is there? Ooh. Hello, what's this? The film Prometheus. It's uh, set in the same universe. It's a loose prequel, okay? It's set before the events of Alien. In that, uh, one the uh, character gets the same thing. She gets an egg in her. She goes in... Uh, there's an onboard medical machine that she goes into. Right. And it performs a C-section on her and removes the alien from her stomach and heals her back up. If they've got that technology already, and this is set afterwards, they should have that technology now. And a more... Ad- Advanced version. A more advanced version, tech. exactly. What they should have done is once he was all quarantined up, they should have put him to a full body scanner, had a look and be like, oh, hang on a minute, this thing's laid a bloody egg in him. Get it out now, slice him open with this machine, remove said egg, and maybe the egg wouldn't even hatch because it's got nothing to, you know, uh, what's Feed the word? Off of no, what's the other word? Um, that's it. Alien doesn't hatch. Face hugger drops off dead. Kane's alright. But you have to take into consideration if you're doing that. The motives of the chief science officer on the ship, which is Ash, who, spoiler alert for the film, but we're going to spoil anyway, is a robot. So he's doing... Android. Android robot. Same thing. 
No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Oh, cyborg. <laughs> Even different. He's a Terminator. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, he's, like, interested in what's going to happen to Kane. So yeah. maybe if they did have that thing, maybe he knew that something had been laid in Kane's body. Some and he was kind like, of oh, and he's like, so we're going to leave it in. Yeah. Just to see what happens. Oh, Just for happens. science. He's curious. He's a curious little robot. Fucking get it out and study it then. You don't have to let it pop out of the yeah. guy's chest, does he? I mean, he cuts open the face hugger as well. He does a dissection on that. Yeah. As best he can with a thing that has acid blood and would melt all your scalp. Exactly, yeah. Stuff. Must be quite difficult. Yeah. Future technology, the C-section machine, is a good thing. Yeah, that's what they, that's what they should have done. It, in the film, it's a general medical, like, anything injury type thing. Yeah. So you can program it to do basically that. Whatever you want. Yeah. So they could have quite easily, had they scanned it and seen it, removed the egg. And then the classic, well, the now classic gooey rule of uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The rest of the crew decide that they need to find this alien thing before it can cause more havoc. And they need to obviously find it before they go into stasis for the trip back to Earth. So they break up into two teams of three. Ripley, Parker and Brett go and have a look in one area. And Dallas, Ash and Lambert have a look in the other area. Now Ripley's team are using this tracking device to track movement. And they pick up something. And when they finally corner this signal, it turns out it's jones the cat so they try to catch the cat so that it doesn't get picked up on the scanners again good and, idea um, pesky cats but uh Brett, quick query quick query why is there a cat on there i'm not for fun companionship so you can pet it take a dog what's a cat gonna do well a cats are more independent and they're yeah, more like agile although that would be a downfall because if the cat got into the ventilation system and got exactly that cause havoc why would you why would uh Maybe they wanted to test deep space, space flight on animals or something. I don't know. Well, they did that in like the 50s when they were sending monkeys and things up yeah, to space. This, <laughs> this ship can go deeper than those ships. Go deeper into space. Makes no sense. But all right, continue. Or maybe cats are smaller. Maybe the dog they wanted to take was a Rockweiler. Like, just tear the crew apart. Oh, no, have know. a Rockweiler. Rockweiler right. be the alien. Alien would <laughs> win. Right, look. Rockweiler be the tiny alien. Rockweiler. Yeah. Assuming you could catch it, your dog could take the Rockweiler. My could dog couldn't Rockweiler see the Rockweiler. Take the alien. My if dog could couldn't it. see the alien. But um, yeah, Brett doesn't see the advantages of catching the cat and lets it go because they got the big net and his end goes loose and the cat runs off. And Ripley and Parker say, "Brett, that's your fault. Go and catch the cat." And he wanders off on his own without a tracker thing or any kind of weapon or anything to catch the cat, which he finds. In a weird chain room, a weird wet chain room, and there's all like the tinkling of the chains and stuff. Torture chamber? Why have they got Possibly. that there? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, why have they got sex dungeon? Perhaps they just watch Pulp sex Fiction. Sex space dungeon? Sex space dungeon? <laughs> there were a lot of boxes in there, so maybe there is a gimp in there Oh, somewhere. no. <laughs> well, it's a long flight, lads, so you know what we're going to do. Get the gimp out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, the cat's in a corner. Mm-hmm hissing at what you think is uh, Brett but it turns out it's not Brett because the alien drops down from the ceiling Brett turns around alien grabs him takes him up and he's screaming and probably killed a bit later on yeah if not killed probably instantly really yeah so Brett you're him what's the plan well you've been sent off to look for the cat so wouldn't you have the little 
bleepy scanner thing anyway to find a cat. Oh no! How does he find a cat without it? I think he just follows it. I think he sees where it goes in the general area. Well, I would have taken one anyway. Granted, at this point, they don't know the alien's grown big. Exactly. It grew big. So really fast. Quick. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. But so they're unprepared for when it's like a man-sized. Yeah. Creature. Throws them off. I would have taken a bleepy scanner machine anyway. Just in case. Why don't you take the whole team with you? Ripley and Parker. Because they've something to get the cat, haven't they? Yeah. Because you, pe- you fucked up. But they s- probably think the alien's not a bigger thing. Threat. Although, it just... It did kill Kane, so... They it should. popped out of his chest, yeah. I know, yeah. I would be shitting bricks. Mm. They'd be like, Chris, go get the cat fuck off. It could be poisonous or anything. They yeah, don't know. Exactly. So, no, I'd be like, uh, nope. Well, I wouldn't let the cat go in the first place. Yeah, you'd, you'd catch it. I would have caught it, yeah. But yeah, bleepy scanner with you. I would have gone in and be like, oh, Mr. Cat. Wait, why is there a second bleep? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's huge! Exactly. Then grab the cat and throw the no, cat at the run, alien. No, run. Just run. No, and then while the alien's eating the cat. Or open up the box with the gimp in it, throw the gimp at the alien, and then you're home free. Why are you saying gimp? It should be a gimp suit. No, an actual gimp. What, they keep a man or a woman they locked up in a fiction. gimp? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same dungeon. <laughs> No, yeah, there's not much you can do when you turn around. Because you can't... Can you can you, headbutt it. Can you headbutt punch it the alien? So it falls down. Because what's it, that slimy thing that comes out of his mouth? Is that that's another mouth as well? No, because you're oh. like, all drippy. Oh, that's just saliva. That's not that's not. So acid. it's not nah. acid. So you could punch the alien. You could. It wouldn't have much effect, though. In Alien vs. Predator, the Predators can punch him. Yeah. One of the Predators kills an alien, takes the head, and then makes the head into a shield because its skin is tough. Yeah. Mm. So... You might break your hand punching that alien, to be honest. But it might throw the alien off enough for you to to run away. I don't think it will. I think it will fucking piss it off and you'll be dead. Well, there's got to be... Because it's not got eyes, the alien. It's got to have some sort of, like, sensors. And I imagine yeah. it's, it might be like a shark. Because if you punch a shark in the nose... I don't advise people go out and punch sharks in the nose. But if you are attacked by a shark... You meant to just hit it in the nose because that's where all its sensors are, mm. and that irritates it. So if you do that with the alien, if that is indeed how it sees, how does it see? Do you know? I don't know. I always assumed it just had eyes that you couldn't see, like really small ones. Like it's never shown like what the alien can see because it can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it smells. Yeah, we never get that POV shot like we do in Predator. Yeah. It, with the thermal imaging. So yeah. Hmm. Interesting for us. Hmm. If only we were more well informed about this film. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched this film and I do enjoy it. I've just not watched, watched it in a while, no. But I, I can remember these deaths. As you, as you, after you explain them to me, I then remember mm-hmm. them. Yes. So, how did we suggest? Uh, uh, take the bleeping machine with you and don't go solo. Take the team with you. But if they refuse and they force you to go on your own, take blinky bleepy scanner just thing snatch it off of I think it's Parker that's got it just steal oh, it off of him yeah and then as soon as you get close if there's one bleep you're fine well actually no if there's one bleep and it's not the cat run you can screw if there's two bleeps run if there's three bleeps I don't know what's happened <laughs> something's gone wrong it's all gone pear shaped if there's three unless it's like Ripley coming to just check on you yeah and you shit yourself and yeah. run <laughs> well I don't think Ripley and Parker are that far behind because when it cuts back and Brett's been eaten. They're describing the alien. They said it, it's grown big. It's huge now. Yeah. So they must have been fairly close to at least see Brett being dragged yeah. off. Yeah. The two teams come back together and come up with a new plan 
discovering that the alien is using the air ducts to walk around him. And they're going to try and get it into one of the airlocks and blast it out into space. To do this, they send Dallas into the air ducts, air vents, whatever you want to call them, with a flamethrower to kind of direct it into the the section that they need it to be. Yeah. But it's quite narrow. And um, How big is this flamethrower if he's, he's crawling through it? I can't imagine it's like the ones they would have used in like whatever military battle thing. It's like they wouldn't have the huge ass tanks on the back and stuff no, like that. Yeah. They're quite small, aren't they? They're fa- there's no tanks on the back, but it's quite nah. it's fairly bulky. It's big enough that it would. Well, there are problems in him turning and aiming the flamethrower, which come <laughs> into play during <laughs> his get death. He gets stuck in it. It's like, oh bollocks. Yeah. So his tracker thing picks up a bleep. And, um, now, is it the cat? It's not the cat. It's definitely not the cat. Sh- does the cat reappear after this point? It does, but I don't think it's It's never a bleep. It's never a false jump scare. All right. He picks up the bleep, and so does Lambert, who is freaking out now. She's really panicked. Dallas is at a crossroads. He can either go up a ladder, down a ladder, or back the way he came. And uh, he chooses poorly, not wisely, poorly. He decides to go down the ladder... Mm. and um, turns around down one air duct there's no alien he turns back around there's the alien there waiting to give him a hug and hug him and be nice to him of course not it murders him but we don't see him being murdered so yeah that's because he survives he lives but I think that's where the bulkiness of the flamethrower comes in he's not able to to twizzle it around quick enough what I would have done if they came to the ladder I would have shot a quick blast of flames up and down. I think he does do that. I think he shoots it down a little bit. I don't know whether it's at uh, this junction or not. Yeah, I see. I would have done that every time I was going around a corner. I would have fired it just a little bit, just to not necessarily hit the alien, just to light things up. Or if I hear a uh, a screech or a hiss, I've either just burnt the cat or I found <laughs> the alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lambert's a bit freaked out at this point. Yeah. And you know when you're around stress people you sometimes get stressed and it sort of rubs off on you. Yeah. Go back the way that you came because you know that's safe and Unless clear. it's circled around behind you. Maybe, but then again, you'd pick it up on the... Bleepy scanner, yeah. So going back the way you know is safe is probably your best option. So Dallas is really convinced that he can take the alien or force it into... Well, he wants a mano a mano. He does, yeah. He also tells Parker not to do any heroics. And he tries to solo an alien. (laughs) So he's not listening to his own advice. No. I also wouldn't suggest putting two people in the air ducts as well. Because just in case they shoot the flamethrower, there's nowhere to go and the second person would be cut. Two people in the air duct, normally not a good idea. You need to, yes, separate them. But going up on your own is also not a good idea. Yeah, because then you're mano a mano with an alien. Oh, I know. Don't go in the air duct. Follow, why can't you just walk along like, underneath the air duct shooting some flames up at it heating it up burning it slightly yeah and force alien that way hmm. do flamethrowers work because I don't think they actually do flamethrowers work no. <laughs> these things they, do they actually work because in the context of this film they're going they're using the flamethrowers on the hunch that most animals don't like fire yeah but in this film they never actually hit the alien, hit the alien. with a flamethrower uh, as far as I no, I yeah. don't think they do. Aliens aren't a fan of, of flames. Like, like in any other films, that flames hit them pretty good. In fact, there's one, I forget which film it is, where Ripley's in like a uh, 
sort of like a prison type place and they use Molotov cocktails okay so fire does work so their assumption is correct yeah fire so is a fireworks Dallas was able to turn the flamethrower quick enough and shoot off a shoot jet it. he would have scared shoot it his off. big jet right across the alien <laughs> <laughs> he may he may have done some Is damage. That a penis yeah. joke, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but what if he fired? <laughs> it was so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> what if he fired the flame at the alien and like severely burned his hand and just squirted acid blood all over him? Yeah, maybe. But then flame it would have cauterized the alien's wound. Maybe. Maybe I I don't know. You're you're taking a lot of guesses and assumptions here. Well, most of the assumptions that they make are. Correct, but well, wow. don't have any other weapons. Why flamethrowers? Again, why have they got flamethrowers? I think they they makeshift flamethrowers. Oh, really? yeah. it's a scientific research ship. Give them a cat and flamethrowers. <laughs> Send them off. <laughs> this is all they all need. I think they also make. Um, I don't know if they're electric pokey sticks or explodey pokey sticks, but yeah. they have some pokey sticks. That's the scientific name for them. Pokey sticks. Pokey sticks, naturally. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could have taken a pokey stick then down there, like a shorter pokey stick. That would have been a bit more... It's not as... Like, cut it down to, like, the size of a knife or something. They don't have any normal guns. No, because, again, space. They got flamethrowers, though. Yeah, but a flamethrower is not going to, like... It might do if you let the fire get out of control, but a gun, it will pierce, like, the hull of the ship and then suck out all the oxygen Reinforce the ship. I've got to think of everything. (laughs) You do, yes. You should run this company that sends people off into space. But yeah, so Dallas, I think we got a couple of good suggestions. In yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. truly solid. Uh, mm. Apart from you nut the alien before it gets you. Throw the flamethrower <laughs> down. Do what the guy does in our Predator, where he just takes everything off and like has his knife and just one oh one. You mean Arnold? No. Oh, the what? other one on the on the tree trunk. I forgot his name. Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kids. <laughs> I don't know. No, I've got a clue. But anyway, do that the alien. Throw down the flame for an alien and be like, whoa, you want to go? Let's go. Mm. Actually, I don't think it's intelligent enough to do that. It'd probably just attack you. It would do, yeah. Just tear you apart. So um, with Dallas dead, uh, Ripley is now in charge. She's the boss. And um, That's what she's always wanted. What to be the boss. That's why she brought the alien on the ship. (laughs) She didn't want it on there. She wanted to follow procedure. Yeah. She's in charge now, and she decides after a brief consultation with Ash and Lambert and Parker that they're going to continue on with Dallas's plan uh, to try and destroy the alien and get it out of the ship. Um, because she's the boss now, she gets access to Mother, which is the computer that runs a majority of the ship's functions. And she goes on there and finds Ash's orders, which are to get the alien back in one piece and if needs be, the crew are expendable, which doesn't make Ripley too happy. What a bitch. That she's been double-crossed. What? Not Ripley, the person that done the orders. Oh, right. Ash. <laughs> I was, I was going to say what a bitch earlier, but you continued talking, so I thought, oh, wait. And then obviously, it came out wrong. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Ripley goes to try and warn everyone else, but Ash stops her closing some of the doors, and then Ripley and Ash have a bit of a struggle. It's quite one-sided, because Ash he's a robot he's a terminator he's an android (laughs) he's super strong so he throws ripley about a bit she is dazed she's knocked out at one point and uh, ash folds up a magazine to try and choke her out but um fortunately lambert and parker arrive just in the nick of time and parker hits ash with 
I think what looks like a fire extinguisher hits him over the head a couple of times and then his head falls off and he's a bloody robot and there's all the gears and like weird milk coming out of him. Yeah, I don't know what the white stuff is that pours out of him. Is it like I don't know, but in coolant or maybe fluid that makes his electricy bits go. I ain't got a clue, but in Prometheus, um, Michael Fassbender is an android as well. He's that's, a Terminator. That's, he's not a Terminator. <laughs> he's an android. That's made clear, like straight away, and he gets his head ripped off. Yeah, and he gets milky white stuff coming out everywhere. Uh. So I don't know what it is, but apparently it's essential. Yeah. Well, you see Ash drinking the milk at some point in his in his lab so maybe it's like fuel it might yeah it's it's a possibility yeah so um yeah he gets his head knocked off and uh they then ask him a bunch of questions uh which all the answers lead to ripley deciding right we're leaving we're leaving the alien on the ship we'll i was gonna say they've got escape pods or something can't they just they get do, off that way they do eventually yeah decide that they're gonna self-destruct the ship and then take the shuttle away because the shuttle could only hold I think it couldn't hold four people right so when Ash is discovered to be a robot and his head knocked off then that's their way out they can oh they the can shuttle. just ditch it yeah. yeah so you're Ash you're a robot person what are you doing okay then so if I'm a super strong robot place both hands on head twist and pull <laughs> and off goes the head <laughs> But then when you turn back around, you've got Parker and Lambert there, and you're holding Ripley's bloodied head. You go, hey guys, I can explain this. And no, then Parker don't. just knocks your head off again. No, you no, know, because you throw the head at one of them, they'll freak up like, oh my god, what the hell, I've got a head of my hand! You, then you take up the other one, you know, you kick them, if you're strong, kick one, they go down, punch the other one, they're down. How strong is he as a robot? I don't I know, I don't know what the strength is. He might just be slightly stronger than a normal person. Well, strong enough to rip a head off. We know that. Do we? Yes. We never see him do that. <laughs> well, failing that then, I mean, why use a magazine to choke? Could he not just, you I know, think... when they hold the nose, but hand over the mouth thing? I don't know. I don't know whether he's trying to make it look like an accident or something. Yes, because she choked Cho- on a magazine. <laughs> There's an alien running Natural loose. Causes. And she decided to read a magazine. Oh, she choked on it as well. <laughs> she saw the alien, inhaled so much that the <laughs> magazine like, got stuck in her throat I don't know what his plan is is Ash's plan yeah why magazine what fucking weird thing to use I don't know Go he's, he's, whatever, he's a weird yeah. robot man since he is a robot man do we need to survive his death because he's not really alive because does he robot? really die do they keep his head um no they leave his head on the table and then Lambert and Ripley leave and then Parker turns around and flamethrowers him so he melts oh uh, well yeah technically he does die then doesn't he yes and that's the case and you need to kill Ripley quickly so you've got time to deal with um, the other two so before the guard gets knocked off basically yeah or he could just say right Ripley you're right my rule my orders were a bit harsh but um, it's for I've seen great I've science I've had a change of heart I know what I'm doing I've seen the error of my ways die <laughs> And then kill them when their back is turned. Oh, yeah. Feed them to the alien. Just, yeah, use them to keep the alien happy. I mean, the alien doesn't really need Ash's help in order to cause chaos and survive, does it? Well, to survive, yes. I mean, they could just program the ship to crash it, like fly towards the nearest sun. Or something like that, yeah. The alien's not going to get off. Well, it does get off the alien. It stows away a bit later on in the film. Mm. 
But with Ash dead, Ripley's plan does change and it's get off the ship, blow it up, we'll take the shuttle and we'll make it back to Earth that way. And um, Ripley goes off to try and find the cat and Lambert and Parker go and find all the coolant that they can carry and bring it back to the shuttle. But when they are searching for all the coolant, the alien pops up and causes havoc. It corners... I bet they didn't have their bleepy things, did they? They didn't have their bleepy things. Of no. course not. It corners Lambert, who freezes and she's all freaked out. Parker charges at it, runs at it, but then the alien's tail hits him, sends him flying. The alien then rounds on him, grabs him, picks him up, and then its little mouth pops out, hits Parker in the head, and then we hear Lambert screaming off-screen, uh, also probably being killed. Stubbed her toe while trying to run away, actually. <laughs> you know, the, when you... the mightiest pain, the stubbed toe. I know, toe, don't you hate that? Second only to the paper cut. <laughs> the most painful things. I know, it's so bad. Surviving them, Chris. Okay. Paper, paper cut the alien so it feels unimaginable pain. And bleeds acid everywhere. Yeah. And then use the acid, weaponize the acid to, uh, um, you can't use it against the alien because no. the alien's skin's immune to the acid. Exactly. Or if, if both of them go get the coolant, what they got to do, one knocks out the other one and drags them along as bait. So when the alien comes, you can throw one to them. We're trying to survive as both of them, hopefully. Oh, Okay. Knock out Ridley. Ripley. 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 Knock out Ripley. Ripley. Ridley Scott, the director, <laughs> and use him as bait. And use him as bait. Lure the alien out. Yeah. Ah, there we go. So we're using the director who in the film isn't there. Yes. But on set was there. Makes perfect sense. How's that for breaking the fourth wall, Deadpool? Suck it. <laughs> nah. Okay, more, more, more realistically. More realistically. Oh, it's a talking dog. <laughs> what the hell was that? Is it a talking dog? <laughs> no, not talking dog. Okay, they've gone to get coolant. Now this stuff is cool. And full of lunt. <laughs> is it super cool that it can free stuff? No, I think it's just for like keeping the engines cool. And uh, stuff, or maybe it's fuel, something like that. So they've got no, no flamethrowers, nothing like that? No, I don't think they do. They ain't got their guns because health and safety... <laughs> Um, they do not have any like biohazard suits or anything. That surely they should have some sort of like They've biohazard got space suits. suits. I'm not sure how well they'd be in defending against the alien because the face hugger melts through and gets to Kane. Yeah, but he won't need gooey stuff. But then the alien's, alien's mouth is gooey stuff. The alien's mouth in a mouth thing would it would yeah. have enough if it's got enough strength to go through your head it would have enough strength just to get through all three of them should have gone why the fuck is Ripley gone looking for the cat because I think she goes to the shuttle to get everything ready and then here's the cat and then goes back to get the cat screw the cat save the cat why the cat does survive in the end yeah because I because uh, she likes cats maybe, it's, it. maybe Jones is her cat Alright, sort of makes sense, that does. It would explain why she's willing to uh, die for the cat. To retrieve the cat. Mm. Yeah, really, all three of them should have gone with some sort of weapon. Even if it's just something to hit them with a spanner. Anything, just to throw, hit, smack. Yeah. You've got to fight dirty with the alien. You've got to you do. hit below the belt with them. Does it if you can a, find a belt. Yeah, if you can find where it's uh, below the belt point is. I don't know. Also, this throws into doubt our whole buddy system thing. Oh, no. Because Lambert, she does freeze, so the buddy system only works if you're as good as your buddy. 
That's right, yeah. So the buddy system can only be for top tier buddies. The lower tier buddies are removed. removed. Only the strongest shall survive. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Fuck it, I wouldn't go get the coolant. I'd be like, no, I'm staying in the skate pod. You go get it. The coolant might be important, though. We don't know what it's... I'd assume for the engines. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long they're going to be out of space. Why isn't the coolant kept with the escape pods, though, if they need it there? Because they're in the big ship, and they probably need it for the engines of the bigger ship. But you should keep emergency supplies of it with the escape pods. What the point is having an escape pod of, oh, we can't go yet, I've got to go to the we other to side of the, the ship to get some coolant? I don't know. I don't, I don't know the science behind it. Really? Like what they're using it for. Well, I do. And I'm telling you what it is. Go on, make some bullshit up. I'm not... Uh, not bullshit. It's, bullshit. Not, it's not bullshit. <laughs> They just need coolant for the engines. You're correct about that, but they should have emergency canisters already at the thing. Take a flamethrower. Take a flamethrower. If you've not got a flamethrower, makeshift's another thing. Shoe knife. Shoe knife. James Bond style. James Bond style, yes. Kick the alien in the shin. They should have had a weapons locker, I think. In oh. case, you know, they encountered a hostile... A Klingon. Thing. A Klingon. <laughs> they encountered a Klingon. I brought Star Trek back. I know your your Star Trek knowledge and Ben's wasn't very good, it and Ben was right. Mine was mine's not well, a yours isn't as not good. as good either. No, uh, never mind. Maybe they should have knuckle dusters. I don't think they would help. It would punching it. Yeah, but then it'd just eat you. No, because like you said earlier, you punch it, don't you? So it gets distracted and you leg it. Yeah, but how long would it be distracted by the punch? I don't know because it's eating the other one. <laughs> After I hit the bar. alien, I punched the other one as well. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a tricky one, but um, yeah, Ripley sets the ship for self-destruct, and um, she has a bit of back and forth because her way to the shuttle is blocked by the alien, so she decides to run back and try and switch off the ship self-destruct, but she's too slow, and then she has to run back to the ship, past the alien with the cat. Do you think really Scott? Uh, did he write it as well as direct? Uh, he might have done. I'm not sure. I have to check. <laughs> okay, I like to think at this point he ran out of. Th- of ideas and he's like shit I just need to keep the flow going I need, I need run like, forward and back for a while while I think I, I think need 10 something. minutes of added um, movie time but that's a good thing at building up the, the tension because the computer saying hey you got 10 minutes the first 5 of those minutes you can turn off the self-destruct if you want to you know if you didn't really want to blow up the ship but then once that 5 minutes is gone then the tension really builds it's like okay she has to conquer her fear and run past the alien otherwise she's going to explode and the alien's and going so the nah uh, uh. <laughs> but she conquers those fears gets onto the shuttle flies away with the cat and uh, looks back as the Nostroma blows up and she thinks she's safe but she isn't because when she she gets undressed I think like to get rid of dirty clothes all the sweat and stuff and she's going to go into stasis why she has to be half naked to go into stasis, I don't know. I don't know. They always seem to be, like, stripped down, don't they, in stasis? Yeah. Although sometimes they wear, like, those boiler suit things, but... Maybe. I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar with uh, stasis technology. No. Um, but in one of the corners, the alien has made a little burrow for itself, which shocks Ripley. Obviously, she thought the alien was dead. Uh, she backs up into one of the spacesuit cupboards puts a spacesuit on and um after a tense couple of moments manages to open up the airlock the alien is hanging on she's got a harpoon gun in there 
shoots the alien with that it knocks it out she closes the um the the door and then um as the alien tries to climb back in through into the ship through the like exhaust ports of the engine yeah she punches it alien gets fried by all the fire that comes out of the the engine killing so it. the uh freezing temperatures of deep space and the lack of oxygen obviously don't affect the alien yeah hmm <laughs> so it can't see it doesn't breathe it can't feel the cold but it feels the burn of the engines going into light speed doesn't go into light speed <laughs> uh I mean, there's not uh, much we can I mean, do because yeah. the alien, we don't know how intelligent it is. Yeah, I don't. I've always imagined they're not that intelligent. Because in aliens, we find out that they're like an ant community, aren't they? So this alien yeah. in this film is like a worker ant, basically. Yeah. So not very intelligent. Just grabbing people, killing them to take back to the queen that isn't on the spaceship. It's a very confused alien. Yes, it is. It's super confused. Maybe that's why it's angry. It needs a it needs a queen. It wants to know where it's uh, mama queen is at. Mm, it's sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if I was yeah. the alien. What would this help you, Chris? Don't make a nest. Just kill Ripley straight away. Or wait until she's in stasis. And, and then, then eat her. Stab your mouth thing through yeah. the chamber. Kill her that way. Or what? don't kill her. Leave her in stasis and let her you smuggle you back to Earth. Well, that's here's, mission complete. Here's the thing: there was an alternative version of the script. Uh, I don't know whether it was leaked. I know it de- probably wasn't filmed, but um, the alien would kill Ripley in this version, pull off her head, and use that to like mimic her voice and get clearance for the spaceship to land on Earth where the alien would probably kill a bunch of people. But then because the aliens are susceptible to being shot, uh, its rampage wouldn't last that long before it gets shot. Cause no, it, it would have guns. been torn to bits. Because other than the you know queen alien, they can't reproduce, can they? Yeah. So it, and, it, and aliens, basically. Yeah, so it, would, it wouldn't spread or anything, would it? It would just die. Mm. But I'm guessing in that version of the script, the alien is a bit cleverer. Yeah, if it's maybe. able to talk and mimic, mimic. the voices and yeah. stuff, yeah. And they, they made a good choice of that because otherwise they wouldn't have had the franchise. Yes. So, yeah. And that good choice. ending sounds a bit shit. <laughs> it does a bit. It would have taken away if the alien just popped the head off and be like, oh, by the way, look at the one. Hello, I I'm Ripley. <laughs> good day to you all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fair enough. Alien, Chris. Alien. That's the end of the film. Until the next film. Until the next film. Which, um, for this podcast anyway, is going to be Independence Day 2. What is it? Resurgence? Resurrection? Resurgence. Revitalizing a franchise? Reborn? Renew? Rebirth? Reproduction? The the new beginning. (laughs) Independence Day subtitle R word, which should be fun. If you do want to share your thoughts on um, either Alien or Independence Day or Independence Day 2 if you've got any survival tips uh, you can do that send them to us at wecouldsurvivethat at gmail.com or tweet them to us at wecouldsurvive uh, we're also on iTunes as well as um, YouTube so subscribe to us on either of those uh, platforms and uh, leave us a review or a comment or something like that it'll be good fun yeah get involved Chris Ben did such a good job of ending the show last week. I know. (laughs) 
It did was painful to... to listen to. No, he did all right. He did all right. Did you want to end the show this well, week? Yeah, I always end the show. In a professional manner. Okay. Bye.